Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Friday. Yes, it's Friday, November 18th in the year 2022. It's pretty awesome. It's good to be Friday. I like being Friday because it means that there's one day tomorrow that I don't have to listen to ridiculous people like Garland, who every time he speaks, I kind of vomit in my mouth, and I'm like, oh, yeah, now i got to go brush my teeth and rinse. Ugh, horrible. One thing we want to make sure of right now in this time, because when you start seeing a government like we have, it's so much out of control. We literally have to take good care for what we have. God's given us things to steward and to protect for use for the better good, not to be given away or lost because we didn't do a good job of stewardship. Stewardship also includes our savings and the blessings that God has given us with the monies we have. That's why we have the great group group folks over at Birch Gold. Patriots, we are living through a time when inflation is continuing to plague our economy, our families, and our savings. And the irresponsible spending of the left just continues to exacerbate the problem. This year, we witnessed almost every kind of negative economic record, from empty grocery store shelves to 40-year high inflation. Don't let your savings wither away. Hedge against inflation with gold from Birch Gold. Text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit on diversifying into gold. Plus, when you do it this month, buy Black Friday, Get a free gold bar with every purchase that you make by December 22nd. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 and claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you do it. Once again, text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and ensure your eligibility for a free gold bar with every purchase. Secure your future with gold. Do it today. Remember, text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. Oh, yeah, that's your favorite promo code, BARDS. Text it to 989898, and they're going to send you a little, nice little packet information kit. Patriots, as the comedy show and clown show continues called Politics, they've now upped the game again. Remember I told you that my thought was the reason that President Trump likely announced so early had to do with the potential incoming arrest or attempted arrest of him because he did defy the January 6th committee. And it looks like that's probably one of the key motives because he's apparently checkmated their ability to execute an arrest on that. So now they have gone back to establishing now a special counsel. Just like Mueller investigated him, now they're bringing in a special counsel under A.G. Garland. And this special counsel is a specialty. His name is Jack Smith. And he is a special counsel in terms of war crimes that it, and he was a prosecutor at The Hague. So you can expect to see a lot of drama. And to quote Zero Hedge, which I think they've summed up <laughs> in their own words, literally how this probe will work, and I will quote them, 
Presumably, this probe will take just under two years, leaking regular updates of now we've got him sound bites until the findings are released just before the election, showing that there's no there there. That's pretty much it. But it will keep the drones of the matrix controlled left completely engaged and it will keep everybody's eyes off of the bigger issues of what's happening with the dollar, what's happening with food, because they know that things are coming. They know the shortages are coming. They know that the CBDC is rolling out. They know that they're going to continue to squeeze people with the vaccine IDs, the Vax IDs. This isn't an option. It's not a pipe dream. It's not conspiracy. They're moving forward on this. The G20 approved yesterday, and we I did mention it yesterday, the G20 approved the deployment of Vax IDs for international travel, requiring that people who have them are up to date on all of their vaccines. In one fell swoop, all of your rights of freedom or liberty, whatever you thought you had, were erased. And they're doing what they always do. They're doing it with a certain class of people. That class of people is going to be international travelers and business travelers who have to make a decision, some of which will not have an option but to take it, like our military. And so they'll continue to squeeze because they know that there's a lot of resistance to the injection. So they're going, to, they're going right for the jugular. They're trying to take people's livelihoods away. Now, fortunately for them, Wall Street type are the main drivers of the business class investors and international travelers. Most of Wall Street, according to Ed Dowd, have already been vaccinated, so they don't care. They'll just take another. The international travelers, the people that are so longing to international travel, most of them are compliant or willing to get vaccinated because the trips that they want to take are greater than their reason and understanding of the consequences. But that's no surprise. But I think this is a critical note here. And this comes from Reverse Mocking One, also known as Ready Player Wolf. And this says, and this was posted today or yesterday, I'm sorry. Every person who is still wearing a mask will unquestionably comply with a government-enforced digital currency, cashless society, and social credit system. That's what make, keeps me awake at night. That's a true statement. And the masks are back in vogue, if you haven't noticed. They're coming back. Why? Because people are afraid of this spike in flu. And what's the flu? We all know what the flu is. The flu is the consequence. The spike in flu is the consequence of people having taken the vax. And now their immune systems are broken down and we're seeing a rise in the flu. We're getting to the point of lunacy to where people are so wrapped into that and, and people are going to continue in that vein. They're going to continue to take the boosters. Fear has gone from being fear to being the new rational and reason for them. And they're going to walk into a place where they will keep the pharmaceutical industries well employed and well endowed with contributions of bodies, scientific data, and of course the dollars to keep the vaccine going. And if you didn't hear, the vaccine prices went up massively, which I told you that was going to happen two years ago. And I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm pointing out that pay attention to where these things go. And that's not a point of saying, look at me, look at me, because I could care less. Maybe who said it? My point is, the reason I said it was, it's always about the money and the control. So just like they're doing with electric cars, they always offer the free electricity, and that's exactly what they did. And then suddenly you get to the place where now you have to pay for charging, and charging is expensive. 
they get you hooked. That's how they want you. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Boy, we need some spiritual warfare right now in a big way. Let's do some. Ready? Prayers up. Father, thank you for this assembly today. Thank you and with all of our heart for this ability to come together as a fellowship and to worship each day as we humble ourselves by our free will before you and we raise our prayers for this nation. We're in a very critical time with many, many people still walking around obeying the beast. We have people who will comply with whatever they're told to do because they now have switched from thinking reasonably to the compliance model of slavery, and it's the slavery of the mind. Father, our prayers are deep and sincere when we ask to help shake these people from their slumber, to bring a sword to the earth, to separate out those that are doing evil to those who are being victimized by it so that we can start to have clarity in our discussions and our walk. We're humbled by the fact that so many are returning to God, returning to Jesus, Father. At the same time, we need many more. And though we are reminded by the lessons of Gideon, only needing 300 in his army to crush the enemy, and we'll gladly be in that walk with 300, our prayers are not about numbers, but about bringing all these souls back home. This is a difficult time when we are witnessing the self-destruction of people and their unwillingness to hear truths or even have a discussion about it. We're seeing the return of slave masks as they comply to the fear porn that's being pumped into their brains and their thoughts. We have to start taking a bolder stance, Father. We know that in our hearts. The question is, are we willing to make the sacrifice? We have to start standing up boldly to this evil, literally drawing a hard line to say no. We have to start listening to you more deeply to do that. So our prayers are also extended to building the deep and intimate, loving and conversational experience and relationship with you, Father. As a father with a son, as a father with a daughter, your love is unmeasurable. And it's always there for us. But our prayers are for the ability to literally step into that space and to enjoy that conversation, that experience, that walk with you. To begin a life process where everything we do is shared through you and with you in such a way that we're hearing your counsel and your guidance, realizing that in our walk here, we truly are just extensions of your hand. Father, we humble ourselves here today just praying for that deep and intimate relationship to open up, to trust in you and to start put, stop putting the I in God and the me in God, but rather to listen, to pray, to talk, to share, and to experience this walk as you would want us to do, allowing us that ability to explore and to stumble as you do, and yet to restore ourselves through repentance and prayer to once again venture out. We pray for courage, Father. So many are still lurking back. 
You're holding back in anticipation of something as if you're going to come and give all the answers or you're going to provide a wide open door and simply put us there and say, okay, there you go. It's all done. We need courage, courage to venture out, courage at times to venture out, even if we're not going the right way, because our trust in you will lead us back. We need courage to speak truth. We need courage to speak truth into darkness. And we need courage to withstand the lashback that usually comes when we've spoken truth to a place that works so hard to bury it or to obscure it so people can't think or understand how to be free. Father, there's many here that are wrapped into this matrix of lies and many that are giving up in their heart. We're seeing many after this week's speech from President Trump that are casting it in, saying, that's it, I'm done, I'm not going to vote, I'm not going to do my social media anymore, talking about being wounded in their heart. Father, so much of that is driven by people's weakness as they went along of worshiping an idol of man rather than putting their eyes on you. So we pray for the, we pray for them. These are good people. Misstepped, misdirection in their faith, but they've been loyal and strong. We pray for their eyes and heart to return to the love in Jesus, to remember why we are here, that our mission has never changed that we've always been here fighting for the kingdom, not fighting for a man or an institution or a law. Father, guide us in these times and, and raise these people up. Let their hearts be unburdened. Let them put their eyes back on Jesus to realize that their work that they were doing, if that was so guided by your hand, is as important now as ever. They just need to change the vector of their love from a man to you. And so, Father, we pray for this nation to return to you, to put their eyes back before you and on you, to humble themselves before you, one by one or many in a time, however that takes, to literally start to realize the truth of what this system is. We're living in enemy territory. We're living under the umbrella of tyranny. We're living in a true and living despotism. But it doesn't look that way to so many because the the tricks and illusions of convenience and cheap and easy are the ones that are hooking people and anchoring them to this false god of worship, materialism, and ultimately the hand of Lucifer. Father, we just pray for the freeing of the people, the opening of eyes, the dropping of scales and the ears to hear. That in this time, as so many will begin and continue to Seek Jesus as a true way out, understanding that it is only through Jesus to you, Father. No games, no nonsense. Love that's true, truth that's real, even when it hurts, because truth and love are not always easy to take. Let us be that path. Let us walk that path. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. You know, it's real interesting because there's still a lot of denial going on in the public eye. People are not not ready to face the times of change that are upon us, and there are many. Here's an interesting indicator. Again, it's really important when you're reading articles and reading headlines to start in your mind 
kind of mapping out what that's saying in society. What's what's the implication? So here's the headline, first of all. Wealthier shoppers flocking to Walmart as inflation bites. Understanding that Walmart has a pretty low stigma or a re- reputation among people of middle class and above, or at least upper middle class, it's seen as kind of the poor man's place to shop, even worse. But... When you start to see wealthier shoppers migrating to Walmart, that's telling you that they're feeling the pinch. And to run that out farther, you need to start asking, well, if they're feeling the pinch, what's happening to those that were already being pinched? Article reads, it begins, Walmart recently announced better than expected third quarter sales. This may seem like great economic news until you realize the reason behind the retailer's big jump in sales. As it turns out, wealthier shoppers are flocking to Walmart to make ends meet as rising prices squeeze pocketbooks. In its earnings report, Walmart said it is making strong grocery share gains, including from high-income households. Customers, this is from the CEO, customers who who came to us less frequently in the past are now shopping with us more often, including high-income customers. It's because they can't afford to shop at the more expensive, fancier markets that they used to go to because the prices are up so much in order to put food on their tables. They're having to trade down and buy cheaper stuff at Walmart. That came from Peter Schiff. Patriots, these are real-life indicators. President Trump did say one thing this last week in his speech that was spot-on and true. What he said was the fact that things are going to get tougher. And he's afraid that they're going to get much tougher in the weeks ahead. And his rationale was that as they get tougher, then we're going to have a better place for us to be able to come together as a nation. Maybe. I would hope so. I'll say it that way. I think that the optimism to solving this thing through a standard vote is still fool's game. But at the same time, when we do go through struggles, if we have our eyes correctly on where they need to be, we will arrive at a better place as a nation, but it's going to be rough to get there. And part of that is that we have to make the decision that we're not going to be selfish, but rather start working as in a fellowship with our fellow man. There are just so many things that are bouncing around, and it's not going to get Like I said, it's just not going to get any easier. Now, when we had FTX, this is another one to bring up. We've had FTX with Sam Bankman fried, freed, fried, freed. Uh, And this collapse of the cryptocurrency, which was obviously a big deal this last year. But we've forgotten lunatics like Theranos and their CEO founder, Elizabeth Holmes, who's in the process right now of being... They're they're sentencing her, and she was the one that set up the phony blood testing startup. All of this comes out of Silicon Valley at the end of the day. I mean, if you look at Sam Beckman, Bankman Freed, and you can't see a crazy mad lunatic there that's going to rake your money out of your pocket. I mean, come on. Take a look at him and his girlfriend who supposedly is the one that lost 50 million dollars which is of course a lie but why not blame somebody else instead of yourself and taking responsibility 
And but he's assured everybody that he's going to try to make it right. I don't know what he's going to do. I mean, it's like, is he going to get an extra shift at Domino's? That's going to deliver that extra fifty billion that he's short on right now. But Elizabeth Holmes is another one of these. She was the founder, like I said, of Theranos, which created all this fake blood testing garbage. And if you just if just do this, I would recommend you do this. Google Elizabeth Holmes on on an image search. I don't understand people. I mean, this chick has got the same problem that everybody has. It's been through MK Ultra or whatever else they've done to her. She's like her eyes are pegged wide open. Can we not see a problem here? At this point in time, we should be able to discern crazy. And this isn't just crazy. This is psychopath that we're looking at. She looks like she's like ready to eat your finger and then nibble on your ear. And that's just for starters because later she's going to bite into your thigh and then she'll chew off your toes and then smile as the blood drips down her cheek. I mean, that, that's the type of freak that we're dealing with here, right? And by the way, I have no idea whether she likes human flesh or not, but <laughs> anymore, the elites and that word human flesh or that term human flesh, it's just a miraculous thing of how that all goes together. My goodness. So in another breaking bit of news, dozens of documents linked to the, oh, they call it the late pedophile, Jeffrey Epstein. He's a pedophile, whether he's late or not, um, will be released to the general public following the judge's ruling on Friday that the public interest overrides the right to privacy. We'll see what that leads to. I would be very curious to see if we're going to get the full and honest details of the flight logs. That would be shocking. But that's what should be on. And that's what these sorts of things should be on the docket of real legislative work. We should be seeing mandates to release the Epstein files, but we won't. Uh, we'll see what this breeds. But we generally won't because on those flight logs are all of the people that are currently voting for you and telling, they, telling you they love you. And they do love you as long as they can diddle your kid. They think you're wonderful. What a wonderful constituents I have. And the best part about that, they say, is they have children that I can rape. It's so much fun. It makes me feel so wholesome. That's the people we're dealing with. So we're not seeing much movement. We're going to see a lot of yak and stuff about the Biden laptop. We know that. The Democrats are countering to try to override that media event with an investigation into President Trump and to try to drag that one out in the media. We're, we're going to be witnessing over the next couple of months the biggest clown show ever, and all the time the things that are going to be ticking away that you all and we all need to continue to be persistent with is the cost of living going up and the number of people that aren't going to be able to afford what that means. This country is going to be shaken. They're not going to call it a depression. They're not going to be calling it a, a recession they're going to tell you how great the labor numbers are when people 10,000 people get kicked out of Amazon. They're going to be displacing labor left and right and lying every step of the way because they are trying to industrialize this economy with the tools and mechanisms of the fourth industrial revolution, which is artificial intelligence, CRISPR technology, and robotics. 
That's here. That's not a question of if it's coming, it's happening right now. Why do you think Amazon's booting them out the door? We have to stay true to our commitment of reinforcing our own ability to adapt and overcome and remain measurably sovereign from this system. Building up your ability to grow food and have skills that you can trade and use to help others. We have to go back to go forward. And through that, we will survive brilliantly. But there'll be many that won't. For whatever reason, for the many reasons, the increase in crime, the inability to function in this new displaced world. I don't know. But it's gonna be it's gonna be rough going ahead, I'm convinced. So our strength is always faith and our mission is always bringing people to Jesus as we move forward. Everything else, smoke and mirrors, noise, entertainment, and the greatest clowns show on earth. That's what we're dealing with. So keep our eyes on the cross, keep our eyes on Jesus and through Jesus to the Father. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard.
because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist, we pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 